Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. I am Mark. Welcome. I just did a Camper Van Beethoven episode a few hours ago, but that was more a private I love these guys, I love that album that they're supporting, and uh, I put that out just for the few people that would like it and maybe the few people that would then be introduced to that music and maybe like them. But here is... The main event, the 100th Mike Millard release from the Gems Group. And here we have, they really, they did a perfect one, man. This is a master recording, right off the master tape. The 100th release, the 100th release they chose was the very first show Millard recorded and traded. 1973. November 22nd, The Who at the L.A. Forum. This is before the Nakamichi. This is when he had the Sony. This is his very first dipping his toes in the water tape. And it is... It is so good. Man. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted because, unfortunately, um, I found out not long ago, moments ago, really, that um, an icon, a pillar of the Led Zeppelin community, Andy Adams, has passed away from the To Be A a Rock and Not To Roll and the Celebration Days group on Facebook. I would say... Second only to Dave Lewis in terms of influence and knowledge. Huge resource. He was a personal friend of Jimmy Page, at least in the early 80s. Uh, Hung out with him several times. And was a hugely generous, kind, and giving soul. Who gave a lot and kept the torch going for the Zeppelin community. As well as providing one of the largest Facebook groups for Zeppelin Around. Maybe even the largest. Always a gentleman. And um, I don't know how. I know I know he's been ill and, and been dealing with issues, but he was very, very nice to me when I first started. He reached out and offered help, offered advice, offered insight. I would check things with him when I was doing my... Uh, uh, when I first started doing the Jimmy Page in 1984, parts one and two, those deep cuts of all the jams and appearances Jimmy did between the Arms concerts and the firm. And he was there. And it was great because he would have first-hand answers. Because he was like, yeah, I was there at that Roy Harper gig. And, and and was always nice, always kind. Offered to be on my podcast. And I, I was planning on it. I've never had somebody on. I just didn't know. Social anxiety, insecurity, and just, I don't know what to, how. Kept me from doing it. And that is now an eternal regret. Because I can't go back now that I have a little more confidence and a little more swing in my step to go back and actually take him up on that offer and introduce him to all of you. So fuck. Rest in peace, Andy Adams. I'm sorry. You're gone. All right. Back to the who. This is the Quadrophenia tour. Quadrophenia. Fantastic album. Follow up to who's next. Double album. This tour, um, was plagued with some technical issues because they used backup backing tapes and things to to fatten up their sound and to have some of the sound effects and things and horns and etc. rather than just having a, a stage full of a trillion people playing all that stuff live. And uh, most of the time it worked, sometimes it didn't, but, and sometimes it gave Pete the excuse to smash up all his shit, like all those beautiful fucking Les Pauls. Man, when I was a teenager, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Now I'm like, don't you give it to me if you want. <laughs> don't smash it. Give it to me. I would love a Les Paul. Any hoozle. This is uh, December. No, I'm sorry. Oct- Jesus Christ. November. 22nd, 1973. At the L.A. Forum. And it is it is very touching. It is very touching. This is a Shure microphone plugged into a Sony TC-152 SD cassette recorder. And uh, 
these guys restored it, brought it back, and released it. Millard himself referred to this in his notes as a bad recording. It is not the wonderful crystal clear Mike Millard recordings that we're used to because it's not done on the Nakamichi. It's not done with the AKG mics. He is not he is not the the master stealth recorder that he would become in just I mean like 18 months. A year, 18 months he would go from this to becoming I've got a wheelchair full of cool shit and no one's going to know I'm going to make the best recordings of all time. This is a very good audience recording of The Who, made better by being taken off the master tape. That can that can easily make a good recording into very good by just coming off the master tape and having that much more clarity. One of the funny things is, because Mike was not an expert taper, he was a novice taper at this time, he did not know to shut the fuck up. So you're going to hear him in these songs... <laughs> And that's funny and sweet, and I just want to give him a hug. It's sad that he's gone, too. Fuck. Nothing is permanent. All right, friendos. Sorry. I literally just a few minutes ago found out Andy Adams died. So, well, then why didn't you wait to do this podcast till you just straightened yourself up, asshole? Uh, good question. I don't know. Uh, audio verite, I guess. You get what you get. And one of the things you'll get is always... Oh, this is going to be great. You're always going to get the real me. Oh, what a nice segue. That isn't even the song I was going to play, but I have to now. The real me. Awful Quadrophenia. Bad ass song. November 22nd, 1973. Taped by Mike Millard. The very first tape he made. Enjoy.
Great performance. See, it doesn't have that, that, that clarity in scenario separation and soundstage and everything that the later Millard recordings did, because that's what he was working in. He was working up to that. This was his first time, probably seeing if he could do it, if he liked it. And he met some people, and he met more people, and he kept doing it, and then he decided to go fucking balls deep and get that Nakamichi and then get that custom battery rig to power it. Then the AKG mics... And then the fucking wheelchair. Genius! And then when he couldn't do the wheelchair, over time, he learned whose palms needed to be greased to let him do what he needed to do. It's astonishing. There really should be a nice Ken Burns kind of documentary. Like Martin Scorsese should make a documentary about Mike Millard and his tapes. Because fuck... It's important. It's really important. Deeply important. And as time passes and this stuff becomes less recent memory and becomes more history. I mean, Freddie Mercury has been dead 30 years. Stevie Ray Vaughan's been dead 30 years. John Bonham has been dead 40 years. Charlie Watts just died. Richard Wright. I mean, all these people that aren't around anymore, that were captured, often at the peak of their powers, by Millard and his magnificent recordings. That's going to have historical value long after any copyright and legal standing even matters. Back when when it's 100 years from now, 200 years from now. It will be, you know, it's going to be, it's going to become, they're going to become a resource used by scholars doing their grad work, graduate studies or post-doc or post-grad or post-baccalaureate or baccalaureate, just college. It's, it's going to become part of the, of the, of the, the corpus of, of knowledge. And that's just... I'm sorry he never got to see that. He's been gone almost 30 years, too. Millard. Saint... Michael Millard. Absolutely, he's a saint. Blessings be upon him. All right, next song. Well, I was going to play I Can't Explain, which is their show opener, but the segue for Real Me came up and I had to lean into that. So here we go. Can't. Are we going to play all of them? Yeah, fuck it. I Can't Explain. Love this song. Jimmy Page played guitar on the single... Not the solo, but just to do the bat, banat, bat, banat to save time. Can't explain. Great show opener, great song. Already 10 years old almost at this point in 73. Enjoy.
which you're not hearing. You're not hearing Summertime Blues. Get live at Leeds if you want to hear that. That's the definitive version, my goodness. Although this one is good too. But here's the good news. You can get this entire show for free from me. If you don't have BitTorrent or you just want to grab it, you can grab it off of heartofmarkness.com within the next day or so. If you don't see it when you look, check back the next day. I'll have it up. Here is the set list for those who want to download this. Starts with the intro, audience noise, can't explain, summertime blues, my wife's in jeopardy, my life actually, my wife, my generation, I am the sea, the real me, the punk and the godfather, I think it's the punk meets the godfather, I'm one, helpless dancer, 515, sea and sand, drowned, bellboy, Dr. Jimmy, Love Rain or Me, Won't Get Fooled Again, Pinball Wizard, See Me, Feel Me, My Generation, Let's See Action, never out on an album, that was just a single, Let's See Action, Let's See People, Magic Bus, and then finishing it up with Naked Eye, another one that was never on an album, but a great song, I think these are left over from the Lifehouse days, but Naked Eye was, um, I know they played it on their final tour, great song. Oh, my God. Well, you'll hear it because I'm going to play it. Am I? Yes, I am. Good. Am I going to play it now? No. What am I going to play now? You know what I am going to play? I'm going to play The Punk Meets the Godfather. Another great song from Quadrophenia. Man, I love listening to John Atwistle's bass. So good. All right, enjoy. Punk Meets the Godfather.
this king. Such good lyrics. Such good lyrics. Such a great portrayal of menace and railing against the inevitability. <laughs> you declared you would be three inches taller. You we only you only became what we made you. Great, great, great lyrics. Man. Alright, friendos. We're gonna jump into an easy peasy one now. Um Won't Get Fooled Again. Everybody likes that song. It's a great song. Great song. Great song. And it's one of those, even though it's overplayed and in commercials and shit and yeah bow bow from that stupid show. Whatever. It's a great fucking song with a great fucking message. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Bow, bow. Enjoy it.
Let's not forget what an amazing band The Who were. I guess they still are. I mean, they still exist, but with with Entwistle and Mooney and Pete and Roger, I think this was probably kind of, I don't know. I don't, I, I think the 75 and 76 shows and definitely the 77 show from The Kids Are All Right, um, I think Mooney kind of uh, declines a, a, a bit. But, shit, I mean, going from like 69, 70 through here, undeniably amazing band. And, you know, if you haven't listened to Live at Leeds in a while, give it a shot. There's a trillion different versions of it out there now. I don't know if any of them have the complete show, but I mean, there's some. there are editions of Live at Leeds that have way more songs than the vinyl that you and I may have grown up with. And just as a reminder of how powerful, of course... The Live Who Were. Amazing. Amazing band. Amazing songs. Holy shit, Pete Townsend. Alrighty. It's kind of... I'm having kind of a schizophrenic break in doing this episode because while the, the songs that are playing, I, I'm hopping online back onto you know Twitter and Facebook and Discord and stuff. De- you know, kind of with the whole Andy Adams thing because... I just happened to to get on Facebook minutes after it wasn't even announced. It was just people that had heard were posting R.I.P. Andy on, on, on his wall. And I was like, what? Holy shit. So I was kind of the Paul Revere for a lot of people to hear about this. And then Dave Lewis followed up with the official announcement. But so it's it's that's sad. He was a good, good, good man. Heartbreaking, and now I, I'm full of regret for not taking advantage of his generosity when it was offered to me, because now it's gone, and that could have been—I could have been a lens through which that knowledge and insight and firsthand experience could have been shared with all of you. So I apologize for blowing that one. Sometimes I'm a fuck, but um, man, Andy Adams, great, great, great man. One more song. For you, friendos. One more song. Oh, and the spiel. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube using the Nom de Plume Heart of Markness. If you want to contact me and you don't want to contact me on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, uh, mark at heartofmarkness.com will get the job done. I also have a website, heartofmarkness.com, where I post these uh, podcasts and also post links to these complete shows. For example, you would go to heartofmarkness.com if you wanted to get this complete concert for free, downloaded because it was shared for free. And Mike Millard shared his music for free. 
hence the sainthood. Um, and if you like what I do and you like how I do it and you're of a mind and of the means to do so, consider becoming a patron. You may indeed benefit from it in the following ways. You would get access to my mega cloud drive with all the shows on it so you don't have to scroll through Heart of Markness to find a, a show. They're all laid out there for you to grab as you want, as well as other stuff that I've never used, but I still throw up there just for my own. I mean, it's my own kind of archive as well. Anywho, in addition to that, if you choose a, a level that has it, you can get an extra podcast a month just for you patrons. Like, for example, I just did Coverdale Page tour rehearsals, beautiful tour rehearsal recording I have that uh, the patrons heard and y'all didn't. And there's Jonesy stuff and Zeppelin studio stuff and rehearsal stuff and outtake stuff that I played. And um, yeah, take a look. See if it's something you like. Now, and you also get your name read, unless you tell me not to. Like now, here are the Titans, the current Titans, upon whose shoulders rests this humble podcast. A laurel and a hearty handshake go out to Philip, Picard, Kenegern, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Mark, David, Bill, David, Mimo, David, 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 it never ends. Give it to me, David. Um, <laughs> I only have two Davids. Thank you guys for supporting this podcast, literally paying for the hosting and the website registration and the cloud service and the SoundCloud and all the things and the microphone through which I'm speaking to you. Oh, wow. Ding, ding. Lots of ding, dings. Um, courtesy of, of patron emeritus, Jeremy. Blessings be upon all of you. All right, jumping back to the show. Is that everything? That should be everything, right? Right. Is that right? Is that right? Last song is the last song from the show. Naked Eye. Great song. Holy shit. <laughs> you hold the knife and I hold the wound and we stand looking in each other's eyes. Well, no, we know what's right. Something, something, what's wrong? Tell ourselves so many, many, many lies. Amazing. Great song. And great band. And great Scott. We're at the end of the podcast. I will say bye-bye, but here it is, the naked eye. It all looks fine to the naked eye, but it don't really happen that way at all. Oh,
heard the man himself as the song ended. Unbelievable. All right, friends, that's it for me. You can hear Discord going ba-bump in the background. Schooling the youth into who Andy Adams was. All right, friendos, thank you very much for listening. Um, I may be back with another one. It's only 5 o'clock on a Saturday. I've got the second one done. I may do one tomorrow. But in any case, I'll definitely be back Thursday with a Led Zeppelin show. All right, friends, be good to yourselves and each other, and I'll talk to you soon. Inshallah.